I have this thing where I wake up like at four in the morning and for some reason, like I can't really swallow. I feel like, you know, like my throat hurts and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sick. How did I get sick? I can't believe it. I'm going to miss my meetings and my day. And then like I'll fall back asleep and like by six, I like, I feel great. What is that? I feel like the same thing happens to me going to bed at night. Like You're going to go morning, to bed sick. Yes. I'm like my throat hurts and I think tomorrow I'm probably going to wake up and I'm going to be sick. And then what is that extra hour, two hours, or for in, in your case, another six, seven hours, you're like, you're okay. I just don't, this happened to me last night. Yeah. Last night, I fell asleep with my clothes on, on the couch, and I woke up at four in the morning. I was like, oh, gosh, dang it, I'm sick. And then I went into my, you know, I got in bed. Yeah. And when I woke up in the morning and ran outside to put my trash cans <laughs> outside because the trash man was coming up my hill, and I could hear him and my wife's like did you take out the trash and i was like ah and i ran out and i was like wow i feel great while i'm running out to take out the trash i feel really good i feel like you know the older you get the more it's like the iphone when the new one comes out the yeah updates take longer yeah it's right like waking up i'm just okay it's taking longer than i thought and then and then you know like i think when you're a kid any hint of sickness i'm done for the day yep anything as an adult, any hint of sickness, you're kind of like, I'm fine. I'm taking, I'm, I'm the guy, I'm taking all the vitamin C. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Going, but I'm pushing through. I'm stopping my whole foods. I'm getting some turmeric. <laughs> ginger shots. I'm getting a ginger shot. I'm getting some elderberry on the way to work and I'm powering through. <laughs> Why? Because I can't afford to miss a day. <laughs> totally. If I miss a day, I'm kind of behind. Massively behind. And, and, and so I'm recording this pod slightly sick let's go okay welcome everybody to leadership lean in where we are you get it leaning in to the subject of leadership by the way i just got to go on record and say we need to make some merch yes we do when yes. are we making some merch we need the problem is how do you design around leadership lean <laughs> there's not a lot of design <laughs> yeah, options totally Maybe we need to ask some of you out there, the creatives, mm. to create some merch. Tag us in some merch designs. And yes. if it's good, we're going to print with this stuff. I say by let's do a holiday run. Let's do a holiday run. Submit your designs. Yep. Um, it could be anything that we say here on the pod, leaning in to the subject of leadership. You know John Maxwell said. You know John Maxwell always says... <laughs> Uh, another quote, let me, if you don't mind, can you pick up that name I just dropped? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, we're going to, you know, my idea has always been mugs. Oh my god! I'm a big, you know, every morning and you know, I got to be honest. Let me just rant for a, mo a moment here. Please. Many people have stolen my blue bottle travel mugs. I don't know what you mean. The blue bottle makes a fantastic... You stole one? No, I said I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you stinker. And so I, I'm down some travel mugs, which are always important for the morning driving the kids to school. All that to say, we need some travel mugs. We need some tumblers. We need some coffee mugs. We need some hats. We need some... We're coming out with merch. Uh, I just want to say thank you real fast to every person out there that likes and subscribes. Like 
Leadership Lean in the podcast and subscribe and comment. Give us a good comment on uh, whatever platform you're listening to. I don't think you platform you can uh, comment on Spotify. Huh? No, you can just give stars. Give give us a five star rating, please. Like a good uh, restaurant, a good five star ra- rating, and then also on the Apple Podcast, leave a comment there and let other leaders know out there that we are having fun over here at the Leadership Leaning Podcast. Speaking of reviews, thank you to every leaner out there that has read my newest book. Yeah. Worried about everything because I pray about nothing. Uh, thank you for every person that has read the book, um, re- left a review on Amazon, shared. Uh, I was just talking to a couple on Sunday. They were in Palm Springs at a marriage conference and they met a bunch of people from another church there. And they said to these people, We go to a church in LA called Zoe. And they go, Oh my gosh. We are reading in our book club, Pastor Chad's new book. That's really cool. And so that was a really cool little story to hear. And so thank you to everybody out there that is uh, reading the book, whether you're in a book club or not. just means a whole lot to us. Okay. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's pod. It'll never get old to me saying the word pod. I'm a big pod guy today. On my family group text my sister left a pod for the family to listen to. Ooh. What a sibling. Separate text individual sent me a different pod she thought I might enjoy. Two pods one day. Well, I'll, I'll give you another one. This is kind of like the history in podcasts. Have you ever heard of the serial podcast? Yeah, of course. The first one ever, they, they did one about this guy who got put into prison. Yeah. Uh, wrongfully. Wrongfully. And all these years later, they just dropped a new podcast with an update. I won't give a spoiler. Oh, really good. After you're done listening to this pod, go check out the cereal, not to be confused with Fruit Loops pod. <laughs> okay. This week, we are talking about the kind of leader you can hire. Great. Kind of leader you want to work with. And I always think as a leader, I have the right to work with anybody I want to. That's right. And I don't have to work with people I don't want to work with. And I'm, I'm, so you got to have the right people around the table, right people, you know, Jim Collins line here. It's not about where the bus is going. It's all about who's on the bus. And you're looking for hungry leaders, humble right. leaders, hustle leaders. You're looking for the right kind of people. Um, I'm just going to give you a few thoughts. But when it comes to hiring, I have learned it's much wiser to go slow because it's it's easier to to um, you know pump the brakes and go. I don't think this is gonna be a fit. It's very difficult once someone's on the team to be like, yeah, this is gonna be a no for me, dog. Right. This is not gonna work out. Right. So you gotta have people that it's like we did the due diligence, we did the background checks, we did the questions, we we did the personality test, we did the strength finders, we did the enneagram, we went through the process, and we found this person checks our box in, in boxes, and we're rated to hire. This is just a few thoughts of what I'm looking for on our team. Number one, it's that somebody that cares about people. This is a great indicator for me because if they don't care about people, they're going to really disrupt the eco that we've created around here. That everything that we do is about people. We're in the people business. And so you get, what happens is you find talent and talent gets very niche, very gets very in, and to be honest, talent gets gets very into themselves. Right. They kind of get narcissistic, kind of like look at what I, look what I can do. Look at look at how good I am, and, and all and all of that's great. I want talented people around us, but 
I don't want people that are loyal to their gift. Mm. It, I, I find that people that are so loyal to their gift, they miss out on serving others. Wow. And at the end of the day, I just read this great article today. And it's talking about narcissistic organizations. And we know narcissistic people are all about themselves. But a lot of times brands and organizations are all about themselves. And the new wave of customer service is to make your brand about people, not about you. Right. This is a very difficult transition. I find that this is, this is very true for a lot of people. They really don't are not in the customer service business. And if we have people around here that don't get that this whole thing is about people, serving people, loving people, adding value to people, helping people, you know, it's like, I, I don't like when I go somewhere and I'm like, hey, to someone that works at this establishment, where's the bathroom? And they point. Right. Th that to me is just such a form of laziness. I feel cared for in the smallest detail of being walked towards the right place and shown to where I'm supposed to go. That little idea of care says so much about the culture. And so I think you, when you're talking to people, hiring people, they don't just not got to be good at HR or design or film or, you know, finances, fill in the blank for whatever position you're hiring. At the end of the day, do they care about the well-being and the goodness of others? It's really good. If they don't care about people, guess what? They really don't care about you. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to care about the coworkers because they are loyal unto themselves. To me, this is teetering on ambition versus selfish ambition. Mm. I want ambitious people around me because that means I don't have to get them started and going. But I don't want selfish ambition around me. Because it's all about, I work so I look good. I work so that I can be recognized. I work so that I can be, have major accomplishments. I want people that are like, I work hard to improve the lives of others, really especially good. those that are around me. Mm -hmm. So you got to ask yourself, does this person care about others? Are they an empathetic leader? Are they a generous leader? You know, I want the character to be impeccable you know, or to the to the best of their ability. I want the chemistry to be high. I want the, the capacity to be off the charts. But if they don't care, it's going to manifest and it's going to cost us big. And so you got to check. Does this person not just care about themselves? Because there's got there's a tension there. They got to care about themselves, of course, to a certain degree. But do they really at the end of the day care about people? Because those kind of people... You can hire them. Here's why. Those are servant-hearted leaders. Right. And you're not effective until you serve. You just, you're not that good. What makes people great is the fact that they carry the 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 low spirit, you know, going low. By the way, I just want to shout out a, a, a leaner, uh, Deanna Privet, uh, mother to the great Jake Privet. I got to just shout her out. She has been consuming leadership leaning, posting about it watching the podcast and listening to the podcast and I just got to shout her out and I can just tell she's a hungry leader wants to get better and probably cares about people enough to where she's tagging the she's tagging the the the, the pod Love what it. a generous person <laughs> next two next one number two they lead and feed themselves I I gotta have someone on the team that's like they're looking for the articles they're reading mm -hmm. the books they're trying to find the podcast. They're trying to, you know, watch what's going on in the trends of the market. They're reading the, the, the news. To become a lifelong leader, that is the goal. There is no arrival. 
there is no sense of, you know, I always think if you never arrive, you never deal with entitlement. Really good. Because you always kind of go like that. It's that humble, teachable spirit. And I want people around me that's like, I'm hungry. You know, I sent my sister when she sent me those podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to learn. Right. I want to get better. You get in my car. It's like I'm listening to books. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm reading my Bible. I'm, I'm reading the news. I'm, I want. I gotta stuff my head with enough good information, not just so that I have something good to say. That's not my mode. That's not my, my, my aim. As I want to learn and improve, and I am shocked by what I don't know. Mm. Here I am with leadership lean in and talking a lot about you know to the best of my ability. This is what I do know. But I will admit right now what you could already perceive. I don't know, Jack. I love what you just said. You're shocked by what you don't know. And what a what a great, you know, you could have said, you could use any word, shocked. I, I love that attitude. I love, you know, it's like you're reading stuff, by the way, that is, that is far enough out of your purview that you're learning. You're taking in new ideas, new perspectives, new content, getting out of that just like, you know, narrow-minded. I'm just going to read stuff that just keeps on reinforcing my own stuff i think that what makes people good is the fresh idea Mm. the fresh thought the fresh i just heard i just wrote this down i just thought of this i just went and saw i just you know it's it's the just yep is i just got this even for me as a spiritual leader the reason why i do bible reading every morning is like i just got this thought Right. I just was reminded that will keep you going far, caring about people and leading and feeding yourself, finding the ability to go, I am disciplined. I don't every once in a while go, oh, yeah, that's right. I should learn. <laughs> right. If you do that infrequently and you kind of casually, occasionally learn, you are not a good leader. Great leaders are always trying to learn. Always reading. If you're listen, if you're a leader here and you're not reading right now, what what do you what do you do? There's right. so much good content out there. Yes, there is so much available for you, and you're telling me you're trying to be an effective leader and not simultaneously learning constantly. What are you doing? Yep. There is so much good stuff out there. Learn, lean in, apply. Listen to this podcast and five other podcasts. I always love when people at the end of the year on Spotify, they show the top podcast. I love this. And watch what leaders do. They're listening to this podcast, but they got four other like-spirited, like-minded, like-hearted podcasts. Because yep. they're going, I'm trying to cram my life with, I just learned this. You need practical things for where you find this stuff? Uh, where I find content. Yeah. Like, is, you know, do you have like a blog you go to or I don't know, you know, you know what, what something I've been doing as of late, I really go to the top podcast. There's a reason and, why they're on top. Yeah. There's a re there you go. There's a, re- and you know what I do with leadership books? What are the top books that are selling this year? Mm. I want to read those. Yep. I want to listen to those. Yep. And I, and I read, read up on them. What do they say? What are they talking about? Do I, do I, do I need this in my life? There's a reason why. Listen, people vote with their feet. So good. People vote with their feet. If you're good, let me just tell leader, let me just tell you wherever you are, if you're good, people will find you. Right. You don't got to self-promote. You don't got to tell everybody so how great you are. You don't got to ha- pass out your card. You don't got to pimp your product. If you mm. are good, people will find you. They will invite you. They will hear about you. They will say, somebody told me. Somebody was just telling me. It will spread like, if you're good, 
you will not be able to hide. That's right. So I try and look at the top ratings. That's telling me something about these specific yeah. leaders. It's really good. Unless they bought a bunch of bots, they're real. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I, but I, I, I'm just, I refuse to be around people. It's like, dude, you haven't leaned in to learn nothing. Yeah. About your craft, about mm -hmm. people, about theology, about the financial market, about culture, about politics, about race. By the way, if, let me just talk about race for a moment. If you think that all the race stuff is done and you're not reading and learning about racism, yep. you're kidding yourself. It's not a trend. It's not a, it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it didn't happen in a month. Being a student of history, being a student of what's just transpired, and then a guy named Kanye and a lady named Candace wears a t-shirt and it's back up in our face and we're confronted with, oh yeah, what did I do with that? Yep. That information, that timeline. Those relationships, those feelings, what did I do with that? Mm. I think it's just about learning. And and when you're a learner, you can learn from anybody. Yeah, that's right. When you're a learner, it's like, man, I'm learning from, you know, it's like, I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't call myself a golfer. I enjoy the game of golf. But but <laughs> I'm, I'm watching, you know, these kids look like they're 21 years old. Tell me what to do with my chipping and putting. Is it To me, it's just the spirit and the attitude of going, I want to learn something. And want to grow. Don't hire people that don't have that spirit. Mm. It's a spirit. It is. It's a it, it pride, ego, attitude. It's all insecurity masked as confidence. It's yep. not real confidence. Real confidence is security. Who that will preach right there. Number three, they honor people. I just love honoring people. I want honoring people around me. Honor they they you know it's the old saying they honor up they honor down they honor all, all around. Honor to me is such a it's a it's a to me it's a currency. It's just a constant. Mm. It's 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 a it's the language of heaven to me. If if you're a spiritual leader, you understand what I'm saying by that. Is it's it's just a such a spiritual language, and. I want to play law of opposite for a moment. What I'm saying to you is I will not, I refuse to hire people that are critical and that have an edge and don't have the ability to honor those that are around them. Usually because I've, for the last, you know, for whatever amount of years I've been the leader, usually people don't struggle to honor up. Usually it's the peer level that they yeah, struggle. Yeah. They, they don't play well with others, which I just think is such good language. Do you play well with others? Probably if you were a kid that didn't play well on the playground with others and you didn't grow up with team sports, probably as an adult, you struggle to play well with others. Right. You cannot be a good leader and not play well with others. You got to be able to go like, I can live in a house of five. I can live in a house of 10. I could be on a team of 120 and I still play well with others. Mm. At the end of the day, in life, all you are is a role player. That's all you are. Yeah. You yep. play a certain yep. role. And if you don't know how to play your role, you will always think you're the star, you're the person, or you'll, you'll downplay yourself and you think you're a nobody. Wow. I'm just a role player. I am a role player in my organization, but I am a role player in the body of Christ as well. I am a role player in my family. I am also a role player in my friend group. I'm just a role player. Yep. You just find find your niche. When you're a person of honor, you honor other people's gifts, other people's times. This is why I think that we've lost it in volunteer culture. If you listen to the volunteers, what they're saying is you didn't honor my time. You didn't communicate effectively. You treated me like I was dispensable. You treated me like what what people say a tool. That just means you don't honor people. Yep. When you honor people, you thank them. You That's look right. them in the eye. You think about the you know walking a mile in their shoes. It's just being considerate. 
It's not even having to give like lip service. It's a spirit. Mm. I don't want to hire people that are not highly honoring because they'll be they'll play live opposite, which is not only will they dishonor or not honor, they will they will kind of always lean into disrespect. Right. A lack of honor t- to me teeters on disrespect. That's just disrespectful. Yep. What you just that move you made that 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 thing you did the way that you didn't communicate the way you didn't say thank you the way that's just disrespectful. We can kind of interchange those two mm-hmm. in my opinion. How do I respect? How do I honor? Practically speaking, I communicate. I think about others. I respect their time. I I prepare for meetings. That's just a form of honor. Like I always think like for this podcast or when I speak on Sundays, when I prepared, it honors the people that came. Yep. It honors the people watching the YouTube channel. Yep. I'm honoring you. I'm going to try to the best of my ability, condense content and speak it in a language that you can understand. That's honoring. Absolutely. But honoring is a spirit. Do not hire people that are jaded and have edges and are mm. critical and are mean. Don't hire jerks. <laughs> yes, totally. Do, uh, we just had the best staff retreat. Best. I just think it was incredible. And we had someone, uh, Pastor Dave Patterson came in. He said, you know the difference between respect and honor? He said, respect is earned, honor is given. Honor someone, that's a choice you made before you met them. That's it. Respect is what a manager has that they got to earn it from you. Yeah. And I love what you're saying. This whole honor thing, respect thing, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. That's such a good... Dave Patterson, shout out to, to, to the Father's House of Vacaville, California. He was off the charts, a tremendous leader with 200 and something employees and multiple campuses and thousands of thousands of people under his care. And why do you think he got there? Oh, he cares about people. Oh, he leads and feeds himself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is extremely honoring. And if you struggle with honoring people or giving respect, I will guarantee that you, number one, you don't have a lot of honor because you can't retain it. Jeez. And you're not really that respected. Wow. And maybe you're mad at others because you're mad at yourself. Yep. A secure soul always honors. Yep. And they're not, th- I'm never, I'm, ne- listen, it never makes my light dim by lighting up somebody else. Ooh. It just doesn't. It doesn't rob anything from me. That's great. To, to compliment or encourage or validate or esteem you, it does nothing to me. Mm-hmm. But, but sweeten the, the chemistry of our relationship. Try that on for size. It's really good. Number four, they they guard their home. In other words, they're not really good at work and atrocious when they go home. Hello. Like, you know, it's so funny, these introductions that people give you. You know, Pastor Chad is here today. He's going to preach the word (laughs) of God. I tell you, Pastor Chad, he is both national and international. Hit a button for that one. He is both national and international. International, <laughs> like get, like that's just such funny language to me. His national, okay, so, but they always go, you know, he's he's unbelievable on the platform, but he's even better off the platform. And they always think, is that what do you are you saying that I'm funny at dinner? Like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, what is that sometimes mean? I'm always like, what, 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 I don't know you that well. I hope that means you just thought we were we were having a good good time in the back green room before we got up i don't know but 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 nevertheless that funny line is is like it's the goal to be honest 
to people say, what is the old saying? Our goal is that the people that know me the best respect me the most. Mm. Social media messes with leaders because they they crave and they garner the attention from strangers and they do not care about the attention of those that are in their home. And so I think if you want to be a great leader, you should apply the 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 adage, I want to be famous in my home. Yeah, I love that. Like, I want my kids to be like, dad is the man. Yep. Nobody makes me laugh like that guy. Nobody's funnier than, no. nobody hooks us up more than, dude, when dad comes home, I know the laws here, but can I be honest? That's my best friend. And I love his preaching. I love, it's like, it's like, um, I was watching this, this clip the other day. I keep shouting out. We should add to him like a John Maxwell button, upset the gram. I'm telling you, this guy, Tim Ross is killing it. He was doing this whole, he was, yeah, he's exactly. He was doing this whole bit on, um, pastors that are fraudulent. And he was talking about how, you know, a pastor's fraudulent when he's preaching and the wife can't even look up at him wow. and doesn't amen. Jeez. Nothing says more about my message than when I got my wife laughing. Yep. <laughs> and when so she's real. laughing and she's amening and I walk off stage and she says, you killed that. Yep. I'm trying to be famous in my house. And by the way, the laugh is the only thing that people can't really fake. No. If you can get, if you can get someone to laugh genuinely, then you know there's health there. There's health there. There's, there's flow there. I think what happens in, when I talk about guarding your home is that your home is not the place that you... You 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 spill all the, what do they call it in this generation? Tea. You used to say the beans, <laughs> but now it's the tea. You know, it's like we want to we want like, hey, can I tell you something? No, nobody else knows. It's like we love to spill the tea. Okay, can I just ask you real fast? Like, how's that working out for your house? Because mm. the way that you become a great leader is from your house. Yep, that's right. It's not from work to your home. It's from home to your work. And so I, I don't want to hire anybody that their house is out of order and their house is a mess and their house is, 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 is filled with all kinds of like, oh, man, I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Smells funky. Smells. <laughs> you know, when you open the fridge, you're like, oh, yeah, hey, what is that smell? What is that? What left in there? <laughs> so I would just encourage you, leader, clean your home. You you are as effective as your house. Here's the next one, and they are easy to laugh. They are just, man, it's like I want to hire people that they laugh at themselves. They laugh at jokes. They laugh at memes. They laugh at gifts. They laugh at texts. <laughs> they just, I want to I want to hire a bunch of people as just like the, the air is light. Right. If you're too serious, I can't work with you. And, and, and if you can't laugh... We just can't, you can't afford to hire eggshell people. Right. Cause you get, cause listen, if you're hiring them in their eggshell, when you, when they're in, in the room, they're going to be eggshell. And when you fire them, whoo, <laughs> you're going to step on a lot of eggshells. Right. Cause they were eggshell the whole time. So you, you know, I like, um, I like to use this language because it's Australian. I think Australians just have such good language. They say, don't be precious. Right. I just can't hire precious people. Mm -hmm. You're too emotional. Sensitive. I'm it's sensitive. I'm not saying you don't have emotions, and I'm not saying there's not a level of sensitivity. You can't be too sensitive. Yep. There's something off there. There's something that needs to be developed there. There's something that, you know. Healed. 
healed. There's a great word right there. You, you just something, you got to work it out. I'm sure you're very talented. I'm sure you got great gifting, but there's an emotional instability or emotional toddler syndrome that we got to, we got to address that. It's not cool. That's not going to work because it means somebody's going to not invite you and it's going to do more damage than it should. Yep. Someone's going to leave you out of a meeting and you're going to be questioning like, why am I not in the meeting? If you're always thinking they're always in your head, that's just not the place for a leader to be. Yeah. A leader should not always be in their head, in my opinion. Can't live there. No, a leader should be creating, helping, serving, loving, leading. If you're always in your head, you're being robbed from the thing you're supposed to be doing. It's that first thing we were just talking about. If you care about others, you're not going to get stuck there. When it's all about you, man, you know, it just goes right back to narcissism, goes right back to all that stuff. And I think, you know, a lot of leaders are just too afraid, I think, to be honest with themselves. I'm doing all this for me. Right. Disguise, disguise, disguise. It's all. all, But at the end of the day, it's like, man, this is all for you. But everyone. They can feel it. They might not be able to articulate it, but it comes out. Because the me monster, I'm telling you, the me monster always wants to creep his head up. Mm. And that's why, again, going back to like, I like what you said, going back to that number two, leading and feeding yourself. If you don't do it, what happens is the me monster overwhelms. Yep. And all of a sudden, last week you are an angel and this week you're the devil. What changed? You stop doing the daily disciplines that allow you to go low and be humble. Yep, yep. And so that can happen to anybody, by the way. That's not like, no one's above that. or That never goes away. Right. You never conquer that. Pride is never conquered. It's, 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 it's harnessed. Right. Subdued. You never, you never go like, yeah, man, I remember that, that one time I got my teeth kicked in when I was an intern. And then just like, <laughs> man, I just, all my pride just went away. What? You're yeah. a human. Yep. You've got to get over yourself. And I think the way that you get easy to laugh is you deal with your, we just did this, I love that practice, the dragon's test. We took this dragon's test. I don't know, Dr. Amen. I don't know if everybody's familiar with him. I had five dragons. How many did you have? Two. My God. I got five. I got. had a one. Well, she's a saint. Of course. I got all kinds of dragons. (laughs) Someone said I took it and I got added a couple dragons since the last time. I was like, Yeah. (laughs) You never know what you're dealing with in that season of your life. Totally. But we all got stuff we're working through. We all yeah, got stuff that yeah. maybe is added in the last year. You got to you got to go through your your bumps and bruises along the way. But guess what? You got to be easy to laugh. That means it's not a sign of laughter. If we can just be honest, it's a heart condition mm. because the Bible says a merry heart is like medicine. Yep. It just makes you is he, you're easy to laugh. I always know something's wrong with me when it's hard to get me to laugh. That was me last night. I was so tired at Disney. He's like done laughing. Steph's like, "What's wrong with you? Just don't. Just don't. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I can't. I'm. 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 I'm done." Here's the last one. This is the last thing I want to encourage you. When you're looking to hire somebody, watch this one. This is this to me. Julie and I use this line a lot. The answer is always yes. We'll sort the details later. I'm looking to hire people that have a immediate reply. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. Let's add the service. Let's 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 add a location. Let's buy a building. Let's put out music. Let's create a film. Let's do a leadership podcast. Let's. I, I'd 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 rather go like we can sort the details, but I'm down. It, to me, it's the ability to have a willing heart. Yeah, 
And of course, now let me just say this in context. I'm, I don't want yes people. Yeah. Because you do need people to go like, okay, we need to think if that's the case, what we want to do that. We need to consider timeline. We need to consider budget. We need to con- consider capacity. We need to consider who, you know, all, I'm, I'm not talking about leading reckless. Right. But I'm talking about the overall spirit of who you're hiring has to have a willing heart. This is a line I use often for our organization. We are not here off of the sacrifice of people that had to be here. We are here off the sacrifice of people that wanted to be here. In other words, it's a willingness. It's a want. It's a I'm mm. down. It's a let's go. It's yep. is I'm 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 rocking. I'm pumped. I'm we'll go. We'll make it happen. Let's I'd rather just ride with that spirit than I don't know. Right, right. Are you sure? We're not going to be able to do that. I don't think we can. That's too much. I just find that that language is indicative of a bigger problem. Right. It's not even the, it's not even the language. It's the heart. Yep. It's a heart that's checked out that starts to count hours and modify and scale back. It's, it's just a sign. Yep. So when I'm hiring people look like, you know, like how are you feeling about, okay, you have two kids. How are you about time management? Because mm-hmm. so often people's no is just a reflection of in the inability to manage time. Yep. Totally. It's it's like when you audit yourself financially. Yeah. You go, oh, I can't afford that. Then you audit, you go, ah, my money was going to the wrong place. Yeah. Same, same with your time. I guarantee you, if you audited, if you wrote down half an hour blocks every day, you're going to realize Dude. you spent a lot of time doing stuff that you could be more productive in. Can I just say this about the, a yes person versus... The answer is yes. Yeah. It's like the answer is yes to the direction. Yes. Not the task. A hundred percent. And if you if you only get someone who says yes to the task but can't see the bigger picture of the direction it's going. Right. That's a that's a problem. It's a big problem. And I think, you know, what we're not saying is the task always. Right. You know, it's just the spirit of the team. I think that we you know, when yes gets into the culture as in agreeing. Yep. I always find that the 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 challenger one that disagrees constantly it's not they're not disagreeing with you they have a disagreement that's bigger than just this one direction yeah they're disagreeing with a lot more than just this one location this one campus this one server they di- they're disagreeing with a lot <laughs> yeah and you and it's very hard to work with people that don't agree mm-hmm. That's why I think there's a great verse that I love in Philippians when it says, be of one mind, one spirit, one heart. The people you want with you, what I'm really saying is they got to have your heart yep, and they got to carry your spirit and they got to carry your mind. And I love what, what Dave Patterson was saying in our retreat, just to talk about division real fast. He's saying it, division is anybody within your organization or in our case, church that has a separate vision that is pulling others towards that vision. Mm. It's like, no, no, we're running a play. This is what we're about. These are our vision, value, standards. This is how we execute that vision. Anybody that's outside of that trying to execute a different vision and pulling people towards that separate vision is sowing division. Yep. That's not the vision of the, of, of the organization. Right. It's not the play we're running. So I think we have to be a careful 
that the, what I'm talking about is more spirit and attitude. The spirit and attitude yeah, of this person right. that you're onboarding is like, I'm down for y'all. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of that. Your people's my people. Your God's my God. I'm going to go where you go. Yep. You're the leader. I'm I'm just on board to execute. You need people. Again, you're hiring someone. You need somebody that's going to make your life easier. Right. Not harder. <laughs> yeah, why'd you hire them? If it's yeah, why are you hiring somebody? It's like, man, I think they're going to be a problem. Why are they? Why are you hiring? Right, but they're so talented. They're so yeah, but it's actually worse. No, they're gonna make your life easier. Yeah, they're gonna breathe life. They're gonna be a blessing. They're gonna be a help. Hiring is such a big deal, and I'd rather move slow to discover who we have, so when it's right, boom, we go. Yep. To rather walk it back and be like, ah, dang. I now have buyer's remorse. Right. You ever bought something and you re- you regret it? Yes. Don't hire somebody and regret it. Hire people is like, yep, we're rocking. And by the way, if you hire the wrong person, it's a lot harder to return that product. It's, it's just it's hard to walk things back. Yep. It's harder to demote than it is to promote. That's just the bottom line. Leadership, lean in, episode, whatever. We love you. Like, subscribe, comment. Mm-hmm.